I'm Roger Baker, Executive Director of the Stratfor Center for Applied Geopolitics at RAIN, a global center of excellence for geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Learn how you can put geopolitics to work for your organization at rainnetwork.com. This is the Essential Geopolitics Podcast coming to you from the RAIN Network. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening. Let's talk about the ongoing economic crisis in Egypt and what it tells us about the economic health of the region. Joining me is Emily Hawthorne, RAIN's senior Middle East and North Africa analyst. Emily, thank you for being here. Thank you. Let's talk about what's happening with Egypt's economy. So on the surface, it's pretty straightforward. Egypt's currency has been, its currency value has been depreciating somewhat precipitously in recent months. And over um, the last week or so, it fell much further and passed a new threshold, a record low of trading at 32 Egyptian pounds to a dollar. It's stabilized since then. It's, it's recovered some since then. But uh, it, it follows the central bank having devalued the currency for a third time over the last year. And it means that the pound has lost about 33% of its value since October of 2022. Also, uh, and just for some perspective, when I lived in Egypt, um, you know, 10, 11 years ago, the Egyptian pound was about seven pounds to a dollar. Um, and that was only, you know, just over a decade ago. So uh, certainly we've seen that uh, you can just see the depreciation uh, in the currency, just in the comparison of those two numbers. Inflation is also really high um, at 21%. And all of this is driven by and exacerbating a foreign currency shortage in the country. Uh, and this is really creating a lot of economic malaise and strain uh, among Egyptians. What kind of impacts should we expect in Egypt? So the situation of, of course, a depreciating currency, um, is going to drive a cost of living crisis in the country. And I know that we've been talking about this a lot with respect to many, many countries the world over, and it certainly is happening across the Middle East and North Africa region. But Egypt is one of those economies that is important to pay attention to. It's a massive country with a huge population that's growing fast and a very large economy, big labor market, big consumer market. And over the last few years, it, it really was dramatically growing. And what happened was Egypt's vulnerability to uh, the uh, Russia and Ukraine markets was became really obvious in early 2022 when the Russian invasion of Ukraine happened, um, in part because Egypt is so dependent on imports from those countries, um, especially critical things like wheat um, and cooking oil. Uh, we saw investors pull out billions and billions of dollars from Egypt's domestic debt market. And this created sort of an immediate liquidity crisis for Egypt. So what's happened is we've just seen revealed a lot of the sort of vulnerability within the Egyptian economy to a lot of those external factors that Egypt can't really control, like whether or not Russia invades Ukraine. So within Egypt, you're going to see this aggravation of the cost of living crisis. Egyptians are going to get frustrated uh, and Egyptians are going to be feeling a lot of sort of negative sentiment about the economy. And it's a question of where that sentiment goes. Um, does it uh, just create a sort of daily misery? Uh, does it create anger at the government? 
Um, you know, does it spur some sort of new innovative ideas of how to do more with less? I mean, who knows? It's, it's the question of what happens in those situations to, you know, social energy and, and anger um, is something that's not unique to Egypt. But I think within Egypt specifically, we certainly should be watching for the prospect of growing anti-government sentiment. In Egypt, that's more likely to be expressed in humor um, than it is in angry protests for a variety of reasons. Um, the political cartoons in Egypt are amazing, um, and certainly they have been uh, very active about the economic crisis. But also, uh, within Egypt, there are a few things to watch over the longer term. One, you know, could we see this really um, drive moves to dismantle some of the power that the military has in the economy. There are a lot of questions about that. There's a lot of sort of global media attention on that and the fact that the military has grown as a um, a big player in the economy, both in the public and the private sectors. And now that there's um, a lot of attention on trying to shore up Egypt's economy to be less vulnerable to external shocks, there is, um, you know, some conversation um, within Egypt, but certainly outside of Egypt, about how to, to do that. Is there a way to sort of change the way that the military operates within the economy? Um, and then, as I mentioned, just questions about where some of this sort of negative economic sentiment uh, is going to go. Emily, what would be the impact of all of this beyond Egypt? Egypt is one of the really big economies in that emerging market basket. And so certainly it is, it is closely watched by any investors, uh, foreign investors, global investors that are watching emerging markets. Uh, and one sort of positive thing about what's been happening with the currency uh, over the last you know, week, but also over the last several months with the, just the continued depreciation of the currency following uh, central bank devaluing the currency is that it does show that Egypt's government is actually committing to embracing a flexible foreign exchange rate. Um, and this is after years of, of upholding a policy of, of more closely managing the exchange rate, more closely managing the pound. So the Egyptian government has promised to embrace a more flexible foreign exchange rate in order to maintain the support of the International Monetary Fund and to um, continue to get sort of disbursements of IMF loan funds over the coming years. Uh, Egypt and the IMF signed another large agreement in 2022, a $3 billion loan agreement, but that requires Egypt to stay committed to some of its reforms. And one of the sort of big ones uh, is maintaining a flexible foreign exchange rate. And another sort of positive thing uh, that we've seen happen since the Egyptian currency has been depreciating, especially after the most recent really precipitous plummet in the value of the pound, is we did see millions of dollars of currency inflows into Egypt's domestic debt market. And that, officials did say, points to the fact that the depreciation is working. Uh, so there are some silver linings, but at this moment, there, there are more silver linings for investors as well as for the Egyptian government and not so much for the Egyptian people. And so I think that that's the, the disconnect that we see uh, as we're watching uh, the fluctuations in the Egyptian economy moving forward is in order to assess sort of the, 
the health uh, of what's happening overall, we have to determine whether uh, developments are good for investors, whether they're good for the government, and whether they're they're good for Egyptians that are just trying to to get by um, and are struggling with inflation and a depreciating pound. So these are some of the issues within the Egyptian economic crisis that's happening right now that we're watching closely. Thank you for that analysis, Emily. Thank you. Emily Hawthorne is the senior Middle East and North Africa analyst for Rain. Keep your eye on geopolitical developments in the Middle East that could affect your business. Rain Intelligence Briefs provide our clients with access to the insights and analysis they need to make more informed decisions and drive better risk management outcomes. Sign up at rainnetwork.com. That's R A N E network.com. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening. Thank you.